Hopefully, our broadcast is now working properly. Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today, we're going to be playing our Gods and Monsters campaign, uh, The Slayers of Decadence. Uh, Ryan is the GM. Um, Hello there. Why don't you take it away, Ryan? Okay. Um, so, when we last left the Slayers of Decadence... Uh, they had just had enormous god battle in the desert. Um, you guys, uh, Zunquib Slay had finally birthed the child that she had had with uh, Temulin, the shepherd goddess, um, who instantly swore revenge against the uh, barbarian deities that had hurt his mother, or their mother, because we have yet not yet established a gender for the goat child. I think in the same way that Temulin is a woman, this one will be a man. Okay. Hmm. Um, you had created your through through bleeding off your intention, through winning this winning this great battle, uh, the the great desert that stretched between the Hills of Serenity and the Northern Kingdom of Arcanium was forever marked, and there was an oasis lake uh, created in the middle of it, uh, which we have, have just gone ahead and uh, described. Um, do you guys think of anything else that I left out? Um, I think all I know is that from my the recap of like, all my stuff, it's that... Um, Let's see, I get more awkward, Zoom Kibsley gets less pregnant, and we started a communist revolution by uh, invoking the name of Ayn Rand. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> um, I can't think of anything else uh, we left out. I know that the gods of the north are weakened. We'd saved one of them. We had yes, you have, released uh, someone from their bindings. You have Malachite, the god of uh, mining from the mm. northern... Kingdom. Um, so before you guys do anything else, uh, you can you can talk to him if you like, and he'll tell you what he knows, uh, assuming that you convince him that that you can be trusted. Um, we just saved his life, his immortal essence. I don't think we actually know his name yet, but mm -hmm. I am gonna be the god that I am. And I, as I turn to him, as I pick myself up off the ground and look to my uh, new man-child as it bathes in the lake, I look to this new builder and say, uh, new god, sorry, and say, Malachite. Is that my name? I believe it is so. I I do not remember very much. I'm sure that your memories will come back in time. And worse comes to worst, you can make new ones. Where am I to go? Where, what am I to do? I, I cannot return to my homeland. Aquata would surely recapture me. You could join us. 
Just hang for a little while. You could become a new sibling. We have many brothers and sisters. Family unity is the key to survival. Mm-hmm. Who, who are you? We are the gods of survival. We are the survivors. Pantheon of such. But us two and a third are the slayers of decadence. The gods that came before us grew too greedy, too enamored with their own hedonism. Nothing else mattered to them but pleasure. We took offense. And we took from them that which they claimed to care for. That, and I turn to the lands behind us, to our those places that we hold dominion over, and I point towards the ruins by the sea and the great uh, desolation that is the dunes and all the horrid places that the previous people had, le the previous gods had left behind. I say they clearly did not care for it when they allowed these great. Uh, mistakes to blight this land. I've heard I've heard of you that that is I I heard the overmind whispering to itself about you. Hmm. The overmind the the Tesseract that Makwada wears on her breastplate, mm. it is it is a, fa a fragment of that which we all were. Ah. Perhaps Jatharis will have insight into this. Maybe that is where you should go to speak to... Oh no, I did have my microphone turned off. I thought I had it turned off. <laughs> uh, perhaps you should go to Jatharis. God of knowledge and speak to him about these matters. He may have... We could all go. He could help us piece together what we have uncovered. Um, he, he takes a half a step back and uh, you, can, you can see that his uh, grip tightens uh, on, on his hammer. Um, both of you can go ahead and make me wisdom checks. Wisdom is not a very good step for me. And yet I get a plus one. Wisdom. I get a... Hold on. I get a plus two. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll, that'll do it for both of you. So you guys know... Um, First of all, he is he is obviously in a in a weakened power state. Um, in mechanical terms, you guys doubt that he would have any intention whatsoever. Uh, as it's as if he's been uh, sheared off from the source of his uh, divine might. Um, second, you guys just defeated the uh, big bad mother goddess who pretty much ate him. 
Um, and there's two of you and, and one of him. So he's a little hesitant. Like, you, you did just save him, but he's he's not quite sure that he should trust you. Mm. Uh, so you gotta you gotta like give him give him a pitch, you know, or or try to convince him somehow that you know you don't mean him any harm. Does Quindunos have a knife? Uh, no, he does not have a knife. So I mean, most of the weapons he has are uh, the chains around his wrists. So, so what Quindunos uh, does is that in order to gain his trust, he kind of just holds up his uh, wrist in front of him, just kind of shakes the chains, show that there is weight to what he has, and then he just starts shaking them off. And when they're off and on the ground, raises his hand saying, like, you know, hey, nothing, like, we don't want to hurt you. Okay. So, like, you're laying down your weapon, he should, he should lay down his. Yes. Um, I would, I would call that... Hmm. I would call that bold. That's a bold move. Okay. All right. So can do this. Roll them bones. Yeah. Dem digital I'm plus bone. seven. Oh fuck me! Yeah, I know. <laughs> Magnificent. Yeah. So so he he catches your meaning immediately, um, and you can tell he instantly relaxes and. Uh, his his mining hammer drops to his side, and uh, he says, uh, "Well then, uh, suppose take me to this brother of yours, and and we'll see what he can tell us." Yes, let's. Okay, and that is what we are going to do. So the I... three of you. Go ahead. I um, whisper to the wind, uh, to Temulane and Jatharis, who live in the same region. One second. So I just bought some Sorry about that. My brother needed to give me something. Okay. Okay. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, weirdly enough, he was handing me new headphones. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I whispered onto the wind uh, for Jatharis and Temulin. I say to uh, Jatharis that I'm coming to him with new insights. And to Temulin, I say, uh, our son is born. You should uh, come meet him. And in fact, I think maybe, um, maybe Kundunos uh, should go speak to Jatharis, and I should stay here with my newborn. Okay. Because uh, he is, he is. He is bathing himself in the new lake, uh, in the in the blood and afterbirth, and uh, you know huge volumes of water that you summoned during the during the fight. Um, and and as you you watch him closely, 
Uh, he seems to be reenacting the battle. Yeah. Hmm. My uh, skin starts to grow taut, and my arms and legs long as I turn into a elderly man, uh, kind of gentleman that looks like he's spent his life uh, spearfishing uh, in small boats, uh, very tanned skin, still strong, not decrepit, but very, very old, and I sort of relax in the sand and say, yes, a moment of respite as I look to Kundunos and uh, say, you're an uncle again. Yes, it seems I'm uncle of many children <laughs> lately. <laughs> and then uh, I just kind of, you know, like shake off sandals, I guess, and just kind of like start to take off my armor and then uh, kind of just like sit down by the lakeside beside them. Malachite's like, I thought we were going somewhere. Yeah, he's he's kind of exhausted, so uh, he sits in the in the desert sand, uh, a ways away from you, um, kind of rubbing his eyes and and looking generally confused, you know, as if he's trying to collect his his sense of self. Perhaps it would be best if Jethoris came here. I'm yeah. Wondering. All right. Yeah. So our new friend is tired, and we are worn from battle. Yes. Um. So let's see. Um. Jatharis arrives first. Uh. Why not? He says to you, Zunquibsle. Uh. My brother, I I came as soon as I heard your message on the wind. I turn uh, in my old man guys and look to Malachite and I say, we have saved this one from the conquerors. It would seem that their mother goddess is capable of ensnaring us, binding us. She has some kind of connection to the source. Hmm. Hmm. It Isn't nearly it? got Quindunus. If it were not for the, if it were not for the strength of his ego, <laughs> we have, would have lost a brother today. Yeah, let's call it fortitude have, instead of ego, maybe. I meant ego in the good way, you know, the right. way. Mm, okay. Yes. So anyway, right. do you know anything about a te in all of your vast knowledge, brother Jatharis? Do you know anything about a tesseract? I I know that it is a hyperdimensional cube. It has it has many many facets. You you say that uh, you say that this this mother goddess has a connection to the source. Yes. You mean well, she when uh, when we met up with her, she was wielding the tesseract in her stomach, or it was the tesseract became was a part of her. The source of our power, the overmind, that which we were before we were. 
Hmm. I can almost see it. It's one of the few places I can't see very clearly. It's disturbed in the depth of my mind. Not even my mind, mind before my mind. I mean, after all, I am but a god's dream. And that god is but a thought in the mind that once was at the beginning of all things. If it is trying to pull itself back together, then it must take all of us and take from us our individuality, our will. I don't, I don't think it is trying. I think that in the same way that it was once all of us, we are it. I do not want to become part of her, so therefore some part of it doesn't want to become part of her. Hmm. I think there is conflict, and where there is conflict, there are many avenues for resolution. That is true. Well, what does what does this one know of, of uh, where he came from? Please, Malachite, tell us your story. He says... My pantheon was once jointly ruled by Mother Maquata and Father. I I can't, and then he he trails off. He says Maquata was the goddess of conquest and and victory and war. Uh, our our father was lord of the harvest and of plenty. My parents did not have a happy marriage. My father spent much of his time avoiding my mother and hiding from her. The, uh, the harvests in the north were spare. Uh, the climate was harsh. So, she would go out looking for him, and one time, uh, during an invasion of the western mountains, my mother found something, that, that strange shape that she wears in her breastplate, that she hoped would keep her husband loyal forever. But when she bound my father to it, it devoured him, and she she was also bound to it, but it consumed her as well. It it needs her because. Her her purpose is one that is useful to it. Hmm. hmm. One that's useful to it. 
I don't like where this is going. Yeah. I especially do not like the fact that if our, if my void daughter hears of it, she'll be like, yes. Let's do that. <laughs> Give it to me. One by one, my mother took from us what what made us individuals, our, our free will, our our identities. When she needs one of us, when, when one of our functions is useful to the overmind, it remembers us like a like a thought. Which is which is why I am here now. I he he rubs at his temples and says I I had no sense of myself until you severed those chains. But my brothers and sisters and my father are still trapped in the overmind. In my mother, in whatever that fragment is. It sounds like we need to get them out. Mm. Troubling. It's very troubling indeed. I would like to use one of my stunts. Okay. Patient when it counts, because time flows through me and I it once per session. I can accomplish a task with minif minimal effort by waiting. I want to sit here and ponder all the many ways that uh, I could store the Tesseract. So let's assume that I've got hold of it, I've broken it out of her. What do I do with it then? Where can I put it to stop this god-devouring business? So far... I've got a really bad idea and a kind of bad idea. Okay. The really bad idea is throw it into the void. Terrible, terrible idea. It'll just come back immediately and destroy everything. Uh, because it will be bound to a god of destruction and devouring. Um, yeah. that, that, would, uh, that would definitely make it a more dangerous threat if your daughter... Uh, indeed decided to merge with it. Yeah, and the other idea is like, maybe right. we could... Sorry? Yeah, maybe we could shatter it into trillions of pieces and, like, bind it to the souls of man, which... I don't know, that could go a hundred different ways. Yeah, I mean, unless you... Well, here's the thing, you can't... There are a lot of people, and you can't kill everybody. Yeah, indeed. I just meant, like, we used the human soul as a prison. Hmm. Uh, and maybe maybe humanity does well with a tiny, tiny bit of god power. So those are the two ideas I've come up with so far. 
I would like to ponder any more that Ryan could think of. Um, well, assuming assuming that uh, Un does not immediately give herself over to this, you know, fragment of the primordial mind, um, it could be stored in the void indefinitely. But again, that you know, if if she ever does decide to merge with it, then. Um, it will take on her aspect and pretty much use her as a vehicle to accomplish its purpose and hers. And she's part of my pantheon, and so she could stop me from fighting her. Yeah. Hmm. Um, if you if you were powerful enough, you know that that level of your your gish was activated. Um, yeah, I could bleed intention off to zero. <laughs> and hope for the best. You you could very well do the thing with the with the souls. Um It seems to from from what uh gi give me uh you you're pondering, so that's uh I'll I'll tell you this for free. Um, based on what Malachite has said to you, it seems that the the fragment doesn't doesn't have any will of its own or or intelligence intelligence of its own or motivation beyond to be whole again. So, because uh, Makwata is goddess of conquest, and it needs to conquer all of the other gods in order to restore them as part of its mind, um, it's it's using her as its you know as its primary primary aspect, or you know as as the mask of the formless uh, primordial horror that that lurks beyond it. And it remembers other gods as it needs them. So, so the impression that I'm getting is that it that the Overmind's perp no, what's the word I'm looking for? The Overmind's uh, drive to be one again with everything is kind of reframed by whatever god it's connected to. Right. So when when Makwata picked it up, she was like, Oh, I will use this to make sure my husband never leaves me, right? Yes. Yeah. And then it was like, oh yeah, we can do that. And then it like also drove her conquer conquest energy through the roof. Yeah. Right. I propose that if we put it into a god of community, then it would find its togetherness instead of through consumption, it would find that togetherness through connection. Which is akin to what we suggested earlier with the um, you know, part of souls in every man, but Right. Yeah, so my idea being, you know how we just book birth the demigod of our pantheon amongst mortals by I channeling the energy of every single one of the pantheon of survivors. Right. 
we make that kid into the demigod of community, because that's what he is going to be. He's going to be this uniter of community. Yeah, okay. Make him into the demigod of community, and we put the Tesseract in him. And then... Well, we here's have the... a solution. Yeah, okay, but here's go. the thing, though. How do you know that won't drive his... So, I mean... The thing we're just trying to think of a contingency plan here, because what would happen if it happened to the goddess of Con what happened to the god of conquest, where it drove her um, conquest stuff through it, conquest ability and desire through the roof? You know, maybe it will drive his, um, you know, or their um, community senses through the roof. And I'm just imagining like some kind of um, high creepy hive mind thing going on. Yeah, you could end up with a hive mind or even, like, less um, fantastical but still arguably just as bad. You could end up with them wanting to create a perfectly homogenous society. So, I mean, yeah. we could always just throw it into the dunes. Right. The, the, dunes. the, least, the least risky option is to get it away from her... Or, or separate her from it um, when it has when it has no other aspects of itself manifested when it has no other uh, memories of gods running um, yeah. which will pretty much render it inert right and, and, and then from there, we could hide it in the dunes because the dunes has the regional stunt that uh, things that are put here like cannot be found right. Hmm. Without like dedicated quest lines, effectively. Yeah. And then that will protect it from any of the other gods who may stumble upon it, or you know them from from its influence. Yeah. You know, we could throw it into the sun. Yeah. Pull Superman on it. And hide it in the in the furthest regions regions of space. But any any of those any of those options are are viable. Like you could you could throw it in the into the void, but then you'd have to rely on the fact that Un wouldn't you know eventually succumb to its pull. So uh, we've got could, void dunes or splitting make... it amongst humanity or the community god. Yeah, or mm -hmm. a community god Abed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, cool, cool, cool. You got any? You got cool. any uh, there, Quindunos? While we're chilling around the pool. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not like something we can seal it in a box for you know underground in the millions of years, and like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it's just this giant, you know, area where nobody would bother to look for it because we're dealing with gods here. You know, I like, mean. Any any solution that is hide it somewhere is a temporary solution. It's essentially right. saying we're not gonna re we're gonna temporarily deal with it in this campaign. <laughs> and yeah. then like if we ever play Gods and Monsters with this Pantheon or one similar again, right. We're it, yeah, yeah, they come back to haunt you. But, like, I mean, you guys are gods, so if you want, you can create the, you know, holy priesthood of keeping the Tesseract buried forever. And right. you know, it will, that will be their charge and mandate for Guardians generations. Of the, 
Guardians of the Apocalypse, you know. Right. Open this box only when the sun is bright red and has already engulfed Mercury. What's a Mercury? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You'll know when the time is right. You'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. And by that, I mean your distant descendants. Yeah. Eons yeah, so. ago. Like mm. a really, really long time ago. In the galaxy far, far away. So, I mean, <laughs> I definitely think that the uh, community god thing would be our best bet since it's not like we could break it up into a... I mean, because if we're... Because if we break it up into a million pieces, or you know, like put one little fragment in each of human souls, well, then you know that's that makes it collectible. Yeah. You know, so I I'm think just, if we... I'm just worried about a, uh, I'm just worried about a gem of uh, a stone of chaos Diablo situation happening. It's right. Like, doesn't matter if the person you put it into is the most pure of heart being in existence. It's still the word, yeah, it's still going to bite us. Go, it'll right. go bad eventually, but like, there are ways to mitigate our, the things we thought of. So like, it, we, if we, if we sing the praises of community as not everyone thinking the same and being the same, but as everyone working together towards commonalities of peace and understanding, if we sing uh, true multiculturalism as opposed to, um, as assimilation, opposed, assimilation right. and things like that, then we can we can guard against some of the woes that we're concerned about, you know. Right. Okay. All right. About this time, Temulin appears. Um, she is hesitant. Uh, she she approaches you, Zunquib Slain, and she says, "I'm so old, baby." <laughs> you you look different. I am weary from time in the desert. I needed to relax. Also, giving birth is a real drag, man. I know. <laughs> Far out, dude. Whoa, bro! You're totally like having a baby. Thank you for bearing the burden for for both of us. Is is this our child? Mm. I have yet to give him a name, although I think it will be obvious uh, what aspects he inherited from you. I tried to give him your ferocity. Perhaps more than you had to begin with. He does seem he does seem very eager. And then uh, the, the from from the lake you can you can hear this uh, giant ram god, you know, in a in a boyish voice saying things like We are the slayers of decadence. We bow before no one you know, and like Punching the surface of the lake, and you know, as I said before, reenacting re the battle uh, that he witnessed as he was born. Yeah, you know, he's like, uh, like Alpha Goat. 
He's the he's the guard goat that you have in your flock of sheep. You know. It's now guard goats are a thing in this world. <laughs> much like mu much like migratory tortoids. Yeah. <laughs> migratory flocks of tortoises, uh swarms Speci of mosquitoes. Yeah. Specially bred uh goats that you use in place of guard dogs. Uh, to protect your flock. Exactly. Because that is a thing. Dire goats is what they are. Mm. So they've got extra horns and shit. And the shepherds ride them. Right. Why not? Why not? I love it. It's helped. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking this. I'm liking this idea. Whatever, the, whatever this god's name is, that's what they're going to be called. They're going to be called Blurt God Goats. Um, you guys should give him give him a name. Um, list well, as of... the uncle, I don't think I have a naming privileges. That's not true. I'm an uncle. I have not named any of my siblings' children. Hmm. <laughs> you can you can make suggestions. List mm. of goat breeds. And people say Wikipedia is shit. That sounds like it would be... Academics, I mean. Um, let's see. What's the most terrifying looking one? <laughs> he, she shall be named uh, Daniel Bryan after a great goat warrior. The Dutch Landris looks pretty metal. It's got real shaggy fur. Oh, God. I know that there is one that grows two sets of horns. I can't remember what it's called. I wouldn't be surprised if it's named after, like, Bahamut or something. That, that uh, does look uh, pretty metal. Do we want to just go with Landris? Yes. Yeah, Landris. Behold, Landris, king of goats. King of goats. I like it. Defender of the herd. Or flock, probably flock. Yeah, flock. Because, again, we want him to be dire. Um... <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all like right. somebody ripped the soul out of a fucking lion and put it inside a goat. He's very aggressive. Um, so you aggressive. You guys had said um, a while ago that you thought it would be fun um, to do a session where you got to raise these two kids. Yes. Okay. So what I had in mind for the main plot of this is, uh, I, I call it "It Takes a Village." And You've you got guys, like a bunch of life events. You guys, um, it's 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 not so linear as that. Um, okay. I I have their character sheets made oh, up boy. already. Okay. So this, depend, this depends on how much you guys want to have control over your kids. I'm not going to tell you what any of their stats are or aspects are or or stunts. Um. But if you want to 
rewrite any of them, you know. Uh, basically, you have five time units until Maquada gets herself together, gets her civilization up out of the slump that you guys put it in with your uh, bizarrely contradictory Randian uh, communist revolution, and, yeah. and comes back and, and starts looking for some payback. Mm. Um, so for each one of those, for each one of those five time units, you can pick something. Um, it's uh, e either um, the Ram God's approaches, uh, one of its aspects, uh, one of its stunts or boons, and if you, we we basically frame a scene that shows how you your influence caused it to have. Whatever attribute you want. Okay. Did we and name? Yeah. Did we name Culture Jesus? Uh, so far, I just have I just have Culture Jesus down as um, the savior of Firefly. Hmm. So we have not yet named the savior of Firefly or said anything about their their. We'll name we'll name the savior of Firefly Fillion. Sure. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I was actually going to derive a name from Osiris, but that works too. Yeah. Okay. Nobody um, knows I'm a hack who ripped off the actor Nathan Fillion's name. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't actually notice. I just I wasn't thinking of it. It's hot here. Yeah, yeah. I, I got that one. That was... That was good. As, as, as long as somebody gets I it. Missed, I missed the joke. <laughs> um, I'll admit so, it. I'm not afraid to admit that I missed the joke. As, uh, as um, Landris lets out a triumphant battle cry in his, in his mock battle, uh, Fillion is also being born to... Um, she was the matron of the Firefly... Mother. The mother, yes, the, the mother of Firefly. The matron works. Um, and the two of them have a great role to play in the uh, Pantheon throwdown that is going to happen. Um, you guys have control of their destinies. You can, you can specifically shape, as I said, five things about each of their characters depending on what you need, what you want to mold them into. Um, and if you want to buy yourself more time, I have a bunch of complications that we can throw in, which okay. is just like little short side quests that you guys can deal with. I like cool. it. Yeah. All right, so where to begin? Okay, let me just write a couple of this down, so... Just gonna make a little chart here. So we have Fillion, aka Culture Jesus. So, I think uh, we should like outline a goal, like of what we want these characters to become. We've already talked a little bit about what we want for Fillion. We want him to become this demigod of community. So he needs right. to have all of the traits that make. Not a leader strong, but a community strong. 
Right. He needs to, so what 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 do we think makes a community strong? I mean, understanding. Right, understanding or the uh, a common goal. Yeah, common goal, but a common goal can only either a common goal has to be unobtainable to sustain you indefinitely. So it has to be something right. or it has to be something that is transformative and can change. Hmm. So, like, peace, for example, is ongoing because, like, right. even if you achieve peace, you then have to work to maintain it. At any time, right. it can fall apart. Um, right. But obtaining peace... That goal it's is gone deep. the minute you obtain it. Right. And then it becomes so. maintaining peace, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's transformative. So, I mean, again, for R2 makes this baby the baby of, you know, community and culture and, you I, know... I guess the thing that I'm saying is, like, the goal of the community should... of the, of the god as community should not be prosperity or defeating the conquerors... Right. We need to be thinking about like something that could hold an entire nation or even an entire civilization together. Right. In, so then, in the billions of years from now, when these people spread to the stars, what is going to be holding them together? Perseverance. Perseverance. Yeah, I mean, to maintain themselves as long as possible. You know, I mean, it's a very Yes, it's a vague term, but it's also a term that, again, is transformative and has many meanings. So, you know, let's say, okay, well, we'll persevere through, you know, the invasion of the conquerors. We can persevere through the drought. We can, we can persevere through our planet dying, you know, which is, again, that's it's transformative. They're going to be survivors, just like we are. Yes, Nothing, uh, Jatharis chimes in and he says, uh, nothing, nothing sustains itself as well as an idea, and nothing profligates quicker, quicker than a good story, a good yarn. So, perhaps he should have some aspect of the storyteller to him. Right. Tradition, to carry on the legends and traditions through and through, how they change and whatnot. It's all good stuff. Hmm. Mm. The thing, the problem I see with Survivor that we right. need to counterbalance is that Survivor can become stagnation. Mm. Because in the same way that maintaining tradition becomes stagnation because you become, you become a, uh, obsessed with a certain kind of survival. So... Right. Mm. Perseverance. Yeah, exactly yeah. Perseverance works, but we need to pair it with something else. Unless there is some kind of adversity to survive. Right, but the thing is, is that like we need to constantly be making up adversities. Hmm. Hmm. A 
community a community that sustains itself through its cultural identity that it's cultural identity that supports transformation hmm so like they're gonna take this survivalist act this surviving aspect and perseverance aspect with them but like how do we stop it from being we must endure the wave of immigrants as opposed well, to yeah that's the thing well, I mean, maybe there is some kind of outreach because is that you can't counterbalance survival with outreach, then it's like, okay, well, you acknowledge the fact that the world is constantly changing and there's always new people to discover, but we can survive that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wonder if, I wonder if one can be an explorer without being exploitative. So, like, a lot of our human history is exploration, but it's ex exploration to consume. What if we mm. can instill in them the idea of exploration for the sake of new knowledge? And so then exploration becomes right. not just physical exploration, but it can become mental exploration. And then that can link into understanding, the exploration of another culture. To understand them will help us understand ourselves and understand the nature of the universe better. Maybe a society, exploration. A society of anthropologists. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. And the I'm prime sold. directive. I'm sold. <laughs> a society of anthropologists. I'm down. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? I, I'm like the, the prime directive, yeah. Because okay, so you guys, you guys are creating the federation then. Yes. Fantasy federation. It's going to be brilliant. Because that um, way, because that way, our exploration and our understanding link together. Right. You know, unity through. You know, it, and it's like you can't be scared of something if you've seen it before. Yeah. It's an interesting idea. Yeah, so, I'm certainly, so, I'm certainly less scared of chickens now that I have them in my ha house. Hmm. So you know. So you want to you want to sculpt uh, Philly and the Savior of Firefly into uh, someone who is eager to explore and understand the world around him, um, and to use that knowledge. To better understand himself and his own community. Yes, and I, and I think like that maybe, the hey, these people over here are doing something cool. Maybe like when I go back to my people, we can do that cool thing. Maybe that's like what we should start with. Like maybe that's the first scene that should happen for Fillion. It should be um, he should see something when he's just like a infant that inspires him to want to see more how do we something primal we can do to keep that um, explorative spirit in them all right um, the way the way I had envisioned this working mm. is you guys tell me which which part of his character sheet you want to edit. So, like, do you want to make this one of his aspects? Do you want to make a stunt related to this? Do you want to... 
I guess it would have to be an aspect. Yeah, because we want it to be a defining part of his character. So you could go, you could go after his high high concept, um, and and make it you know the explorer if you like, or something a bit more specific than that. Right. Okay. Um, Understanding through experience. I'm just throwing together words, yeah. trying to come up with an yeah. aspect. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um, First thing through experience or... Innovation through discovery. That sounds like a fucking like tech company. Is yeah, that sounds <laughs> like that sounds like um more uh, a society of inventors rather than right. explorers. Mm. Uh, uh, um. Hmm. Uh, oh God, the the, the, the the Federation is all I'm coming up with. You could call him. You could call him like uh, the chronicler, uh, or the maybe he's a historian, or um, yeah, anthropo so anthropologist at large, or something like that. Right. Um, I'm thinking of something that combines. Um, the New Frontier, and that line from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Bring Me the Horizon. Um, Bring me that horizon. Something that combines those two concepts, because we want it... That's what we're looking for. Finder of Horizons. Finder of Re Horizons. Reacher of Horizons. Horizon Reacher. You can just, just uh, yeah, because like you're yeah, always looking for the horizon, but it's always like it's always going to be the horizon. Yeah. Like you can't actually get there. You yeah. can go to the point which you're referencing, but you can never actually get to the horizon. That line that you know the the sky meets the water. Yes, yeah, seeker of horizons works. Yes, okay. because it um, can be the horizon of the mind. It can be space. Right. So that's that's the aspect we're going after. He's you you want to make him into the seeker of the horizon, someone who is who is always eager to explore and understand the world around them. And yeah. we want we want to start off uh, when Fillion is an infant. Um, so the way this the way this will work is uh, at the end of the scene, I'm going to roll plus nothing, uh, and. If I get if I get three shifts, then the aspect will come off exactly as you guys have detailed it. What you guys can do is by describing how you help Philly and reach this, you know, desire within him. Uh, you can you can aid him and uh, create advantages that he can invoke on that role. 
uh, to do better. Okay. So let's let's say we've got uh, little Fillion is at play in the gardens of Firefly. Um, his his mother as as the Major. new leader, the leader of her people, um, is constantly bringing him around. Um, the the great scholars and her advisors. Uh, so while while the policies of Firefly are being decided, um, little young Fillion is always is always playing. Um, so what do you what do you two do to inspire this great quest of knowledge in him? Inspire him to always look for the horizon. I am a god of time. And Jatharis is a god of knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, Jatharis can make rolls if you... Well, that's not that what I'm thinking. Many years ago, uh, Jatharis, and I recall this, Jatharis inspired many uh, people from around uh, our great lands to go forth and explore. And while... Uh, some perform better than others. One in particular uh, has gone to the great uh, mountains in the east. He has attempted the climb to the uh, outpost of the true warrior, although sadly did not complete it. Uh, he has been through the... He has wandered the dunes, lost. He's been to the ancient city on the river. He's even... Uh, and so, and recently has even made a made a pilgrimage to Lake Juk Ipai uh, to see these rumors of a new oasis in the desert, uh, and he has returned to share this knowledge with uh, the new universities uh, at Firefly, and so. Uh, he has been making journeys around these lands on behalf of the university, bringing uh, information from the furthest lands. And whenever he returns to the city, he always brings something uh, for the children, not just Philian, uh, but for as many children as he can. He has a soft spot for the young at heart, and so he, he brings new things. And so he brings a polished piece of glass, a sort of a glass ball recovered from the ancient city on the river. He doesn't know what it does, but he brings this strange and alien object and gives it to Fillion. Okay. Um, so how can we how can we phrase that in terms of either create an advantage? or uh, overcome an obstacle? It's overcoming an obstacle because it's... Uh, the, he's a, Fillion's a child. He can't leave his mother's side. This is a way to see without seeing. To okay. visit places without traveling. It's like watching a TV show about strange places. This guy's telling these stories about all these different lands... 
So how are you guys having a direct effect on that? Uh, One I, of us could I like help create this guy. I helped okay. guide him to this place. Okay. In that case, uh, I would I would call that subtle. Right. Make me a subtle roll. Um, call it call it uh, target number two. All right. Here we go. I got three. Three. Okay. Um, so that will give that will give little Fillion a plus one on his uh, roll at the end of the scene to generate this this aspect in himself. You know, to become this thing that you want him to become. Kindunos. Yes. As this great orator is telling of his travels. Um, Giving giving gifts to the children of Firefly, um, saving the special piece of volcanic glass uh, that he that he gave to uh, Fillion, um, and and passing it to the young child. Um, what do you do to ensure that this lesson sticks? What do I do? Um... Um, hmm. So, uh, okay, I think I got this one. So, it's going to be another storyteller, only instead of uh, well traveled, another well traveled man, this time a. I don't know. A. Alright. Um, a soldier of the true outpost who after a long and lengthy battle and had a, a, a city in ruins you know after the conquerors were driven out uh, he would tell stories of how he helped no actually he could probably watch somebody help rebuild uh, no okay um hmm yeah, no, okay, so yeah, no, no, this is what I'm going with. So, um, I guess Soldier telling stories of how he helped rebuild a city and applying what he learned rebuilding that city, a city that was conquered or devastated by war, to, um, and apply that lesson to helping build up, um, uh, build back up Firefly. Yes, so it's, he's taking lessons that he learned from elsewhere and applying okay. it to his community. Um, so in that case, I would, I would let you get away with, with bold or, or, you know what, uh, clever would probably be a better. Okay. Clever. So we're going right. to over target number two. Okay. If you inspire this warrior. Plus one, plus one, plus two, yes. So yeah, yeah, I'm at plus two overall. Okay. So that will give him plus two overall to see if he if he makes if if he becomes the seeker of the horizon. Mm. And he does. Yeah. Um so hearing hearing these uh you know these intelligent, uh, the intelligent scholar who has seen, um, you know, many many different lands, and the the soldier with lots of experience of rebuilding, um, 
inspires young Fillion to always seek to understand the world around him and uh, you know look for look for answers on the horizon. So you guys have now successfully redefined his high concept as seeker of the horizon. Yay! Woo! So that's one time unit down. You have four no, more. For him. Oh boy. For for <laughs> both actually. Oh, so it's five between them. So well, that's fine. Five between them. Um, that's and, fine. I feel and, like the child this... is pretty well defined. So I think like the goat child. So like when we define the goat child, it'll be in one where we can have them both in the scene. You can you can do that if you like. And and I will um, if you. If you intertwine their destinies, you know they will they will become uh, close confidants and friends, or maybe enemies if you you know if things don't go quite Dude, really badly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I will let you I will let you do both of them in a single shot. Yeah. So okay. I'm thinking. Let's save that one for the end. I was gonna say in the middle. Okay, in the middle. All so, right. so what I'm thinking for the next one, and feel free to say, fuck you, Raymond, this is a terrible idea. Um, for the next one, something where, like, skip a bit ahead, maybe to when he's uh, about 10 or 12, and have have Fillion um, uh, being shown many of the different... Uh, Professions and lifestyles, both within Firefly and without. So maybe uh, as he grew up and he had this interest in exploration, his mother tried to nurture that. And she's like, "If you want to be an explorer, you're going to need to be a uh, student of many skills. Right. Uh, you're going to need to know how to move as a warrior as well as think as a scientist." You're going to need to know about building because you're going to need uh, to be of use to the communities that you're going to travel to, if that's what you want to do. She yeah, doesn't know he's going to be a god. She just thinks, yeah, got to support my kid the best I can, give him the best possible education for what he wants to do. So that's what I'm thinking. We can. Okay. So like all of the, yeah, yeah, you go. Alright, so let me build on that. So, okay, so if we're going with that, we can reinforce the community aspect and instead of, and like, try to tie in the lesson together of how all of these jobs interact with one another. And if you're missing, or if one piece isn't working at its best, then the chain kind of crumbles. So you would have the. No, what were you going to say? Well, the thing that I was going to say is, like, the way that we can tell this story is that there we've both sort of talked about in the pre previous games, like, the people that worship us and, like, all the people that we've pretended to be and the ways that we infiltrate, we can bring that back in. So, like, you can talk about merchants and uh, weaponsmiths, soldiers, right. um, and, and, to a degree, engineers... And I can talk about uh, uh, historians and, to a degree, farmers. I can also talk about my son uh, and my sister-wife 
Okay. Uh, and all that sort of stuff. We can sort of link it to all the people we've pretended to be. Right, like and that. I think, like, yeah, and now that you've mentioned, said that, that out loud, that actually ties back into my thing, because yeah. you know the black, um, the you know miners help the black, the the blacksmith. So miners dig up the ore, blacksmiths forge it into something useful, and either the soldiers use it as swords, or it becomes you know a trinket, or you know something that is used in the home and whatever, and that is how, which is then sold by the merchant. Yeah, I mean, another thing that might be worth talking about, if you can work it in, is the how many weapons have their roots in agricultural tools and things like that. So, like, um, an example being... I'm trying to think of a good one that isn't terrible. <laughs> like, war scythes are shit. <laughs> um, yeah. Or, um, I know... Flails. Flails, for example, were used for, um, in wheat production. Right. Okay. Um, so it sounds like to me, it sounds to me like you guys are either after another aspect, you know, a, a, a student of many schools, perhaps, or, um, a jack of all trades, or, um... Oh, man. It could be a stunt. Or it could be a stunt, you know, uh, maybe maybe once per scene, because he knows so much, uh, he gets a plus two bonus to, uh, he can change his area of expertise. Okay. Because he's yeah, so nice. well studied. I was also thinking like, um, uh, something like, uh, the f like, I get a bonus to, they get a bonus to a check based on like the community that they're in. So like if they're fighting but they're and they're surrounded by soldiers, they get a bonus when they're attacking, but if they're in a city of if they're like surrounded by a community of craftsmen, they can make things better. I don't know okay. if that would be a stunt though. That would probably be that would probably fit better as a boon actually. Yeah. Because he would, he would embody the community that he is a part of. Yeah. I mean, we can go either or. Right. We've got two good ideas there. Yeah. Um, it's up to you guys. So how do you want to... How do you want to... Phrase that and make that a part of his... I think the one where he becomes adaptable to the community is... Um, of a better, of a more benefit to like the greater point we're trying to tie this all into. All right. <clears throat> cool. So, do you want to start with the description, or will I? Um, Actually, Ryan, where where is he? He's, he's he's ten or twelve, and I've given a little bit of setup. Um. He's in the Palace of Firefly. Um, he is he is surrounded by by tutors of all types. I feel um, like it's probably called the People's Palace of Firefly because like the matron is servant to the people, and so that's true. Right. I, I imagine that like they converted the palace to have like all these rooms for people that are new to the city, so that they can like stay like a there. community center. Yeah. It's as much the matron's home as it is anyone in the cities. Right. 
there's always food for the people of Firefly at the matron's table and things like that. Yeah. Um, I like I like the idea of um, this is just something something that uh, popped into my head. Um, mm. Oh God, another word just went uh, went right out of my out of my mind. Um, observatory. There's there is a, a, a the people's observatory where uh, Fillion takes his takes his lessons. Um, the the his his tutors come in uh, with with various scrolls and texts and tomes uh, under their arms, um, and they instruct him in the ways of. Uh, all sorts of different professions, um, because he has a he has a voracious curiosity. Um, and there's like just a bunch of people in the stands listening to this these lessons. I I like that too. Maybe yeah. maybe instead of instead of being you know so they're so they're, they're tutoring they're him, but it but. Uh... So like they're focused on him, but like or like it's a giant community college, and he just happens to be front row. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean yeah. like I'm, I'm what I'm thinking is like um, think in terms of like let's assume that it's uh, like almost like when there's one student in the classroom that like the teacher favors. It's kind of yeah. like that, except that okay. these classes are built specifically for that purpose. It favors him. But onlookers get something out of it too, because they can still right. hear these lectures. Right, and anybody, anybody who wants—I mean, uh, since since the people's palace is open, um, I, I would think that any any children in the city could also go and be part of his his class and get and get tutored directly. Even though you're yeah. right, the class is is meant to for him, yeah, for him, yeah. Right. Uh, so, in in terms of direct influence, what do you guys do to uh, give him give him this boon? Um, um. Okay. So the thing that I'm I do to give him this boon is that every night as he sleeps. I whisper the lessons that he learnt that day, sort of a, uh, a bru um, summaries. Yeah. So that it's like the lessons are repeating in his head, so that he's more they're more likely to stick. Through your through your dreams, okay. I would call that I would call that subtle. Woo! So stick with a plus two target number. Cool. I get a zero, but I keep one eye in the future, and I realize, so I'm going to reroll for free, as I realize that I need to use a different language to communicate to him. I can't just repeat the words of the lesson. I have to show him a new way. So every night I show him his, uh, I show, put him in situations in his dreams where he can practically apply uh, the things that he's been taught that day. So, you know, if he had a lesson on how to calculate the volume of a circle, I'm like, alright, 
you need to fill up this wine barrel or something, you know, or the people are going to dehydrate and things like that. You know. All right. Let's try that again. Much better. Plus two. Nice. All right. Um, so that will give him a plus one. Uh, Kindunos, how about you? Uh, right. As Zunquib slays, whispering to young Fillion in his dreams, what are you doing? So what I'm doing is, I mean, I'm doing nothing. I'm letting Zunquib slay have his sleepy whisper time. So instead, what I'm doing is that I make it so that one of, like, um, the... So, so shit happens, and two of the lessener... Tutors. That, yeah, yeah, two of the tutors aren't uh, quite 100% prepared, so something has to be made last minute. So what we're seeing is that you have an entire group of people. So just as he's about to, um, just as a blacksmith is about to sort of just go over a quick lecture on how a sword is made or how a horseshoe is made, um, he realizes that he doesn't have quite the materials he needs to fix it right away. So at that moment, uh, a miner comes in. You know, he's harried, he's late, and he's like, I'm sorry, sir, I overslept. Here is your, um, here is, you know, the, the ore you wanted. And then he suggests that everyone move to his shop where he makes it right then and there. And then a, uh, then a soldier comes, uh, let's say he's making a sword, for example. Well, if you want to stick with the blacksmith, perhaps then a farrier attaches it to a uh, horse. Right, yeah. So, yes, so then the farrier comes along and says, yes, um, I was supposed to, you know, I, I was looking for you. You were supposed to deliver me your horseshoe. And then the blacksmith apologizes, saying, sorry, the lesson ran a little late. I wasn't quite prepared, so everyone is learning here. And then... You know, as the horseshoe is, when the horseshoe is all well and good, the farrier takes the horseshoe and puts it on his horseshoes and put them on his horse. So that way, Fillion can see how the community works together. Okay. That is very, that is very long-winded and probably, you know, but hopefully you get the gist of it. And and how does Kindunos like directly ensure that this happens? Are you like holding up the holding up the lesson so that the you know? Yeah, I'm holding. Yeah, I'm holding up the lesson. So like I you know I uh, so you know I start misplacing things in the blacksmith's quarters while he sleeps. Channeling my trickster aspect, huh? Yeah. All not, right. Not quite. Uh, yeah. I would call that subtle. Okay. So roll me settled target number plus two. All right. Settles at zero. Let me blow on my monitor real quick. Hold on, guys. Remember, you've you got have... three fate points. Right, you still yeah. have those fate points. Oh, my God. I am at plus two. So I'm nice. making it. Yay. Yeah. Woo. Okay, I'm at plus two. So, um... So no, not quite, not quite that. Um, you know, I'm just sneaking stuff around. Like, let's say he was very rushed the day before, and he has to devote all his resources to updating the armory for the army. You know, for the soldiers and the policemen and all of that. So the guards and all of that. So right. because he was busy with that, 
he couldn't quite get the materials he needed for that day's lesson plan, so he was a little behind. Okay, I there. like it. Yeah, I'm I'm picturing I'm picturing you like whispering orders to uh, a bunch of your cloaked true warriors and you know, yeah. them like skulking around this blacksmith shop, misplacing things. Uh, one of them, <laughs> you know, issuing orders to the uh, to the city guard so that you know he he gets this assignment and can't handle it. Right. Yeah, that 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 sounds pretty good. All right, and then we see what an, what effect that has. Very nice, uh, young uh, young Fillion makes his makes his role and has that boon. He is he is so well versed um, in in many different skills and trades. Um, he and he learns things by you know. Uh, being a part of the community and uh, seeing how how people work together, um, so he can pretty much he can pretty much naturally just reflect a community strength by being a part of it. Nice. All right, you guys have have three more time units left, and you always you also have complication scenes you can take if you want to. Uh, extend your time a bit. So, I'm going to do the thing I always do at this point. Hey, Ryan, what are one of those complication scenes? Maybe we and Raymond should take one of them. Sure, what are they? Um, let me see. Well, what's the kind of things they can be? Um, they are either short role-playing challenges, um... There are a few, a few. Um, uh, what's the what's the word? Um, a few challenges. Um, some other, uh, I guess, obstacles or developments that you that require your attention elsewhere. Sure. Okay. I, I. Why not? Why not? Take one. Let's see what yeah. happens. Hopefully we get to climb the aggro crag. I really wish that Kundunos had, like, warrior children, like actual spin-off gods yeah. that we could tap and shit like that, but you haven't done any. Yeah, the, well, I mean, there's the outposts of the two warriors, and I guess, we, like, one of the lessons we can take into that, so... Yeah, I, I just meant, like, if, if one complication could be, like, another warrior or war aspect god is, like... Why are we doing all this community bullshit for? We're gonna need a warrior. Why aren't you teaching him how to fucking fence and shit? And it's like, mate, we're not we're not gonna win by using their tactics. But yeah, I don't I don't know where that god would come from. Right. Yeah, because I mean, maybe there's like a pissed off god that would like I might have like fought in a previous, you know, in like one of my previous adventures back when I was still general for my sibling, and you know, it's like, hey, a hole, you know, you think yeah, you're but so tough. Most of those gods are sealed away. Yeah. Yeah, like most of the pantheon of the survivors are not actually gods from the previous right. pantheon. That's just the rare yeah. occurrence. Yeah, much new gods created afterwards. All right. Um, 
at some point when Fillion is in his early teens, um, storm clouds uh, begin to gather around the somber scrubland. Um, <sighs> the the pale fungal grasses that we've talked about uh, whip back and forth in the wind. Um, like straws the, made of jelly. The uh, the air grows real, very thin, um, and you hear rumors of figures in uh, in in rags, um, using the using the words of the fallen decadence, conducting rituals uh, out on the on the prairies. You a-holes. We told you that was forbidden. Not explicitly, but we kind of implied it. So this is obviously something that requires the attention of the Slayers of Decadence. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I thought we got rid of all, you know, hey, what are, what are they doing, trying to do here? Ooh! I could, uh... Well, that's... Do you... Uh, I'll, I'll set the scene for you guys. You know, okay. as I said, uh, thunderheads gathering above, fungal grasses uh, whipping in the wind, figures in rags, um, chanting in the, in the forgotten language of the fallen city. Mm hmm. Um... And they appear to be conducting some kind of some kind of ritual or service when you come upon them. Um, so if you okay. want to, if you want to know more about what they're doing, you can you can try to sneak in and get a little closer, uh, or you can just do your god thing and you know sweep them away with a flood or something. All right. Well, first, I am recklessly capricious, and I am eager to jump to conclusions. But let's listen first. Well, well, what are they saying in their language? Uh, that would be a subtle check to sneak in close enough to hear. Okay. Oh, subtle check, eh? But I will give you both a fate point if you both just say, "Forget about this bullshit. Uh, these people are these people need to be punished, and you bring down some divine wrath on them right now." You know what? I haven't been recklessly capricious in a mo in a while. As thunder cracks and a bolt of lightning strikes a tree near them, and the rain becomes torrential. Uh, and I will appear is uh, standing at the top of that burnt and broken tree, uh, uh, lithe uh, and. Uh, Sort of invoking the Monkey King a little in the way I am hanging from it. Okay. As I point a hand accusingly and say, Why would you think uh, that we would allow you to invoke the dead ones? Why would you invite my wrath down upon you? And fill your lungs with water. Um, 
and at that point, I just kind of like, I mean, God, I don't know, you know, if I have to appear in, uh, like, how there I need to be, but uh, I start flapping my wings. In, Might you know, I my... make a suggestion? Go nuts. That out of nowhere, uh, scores of eagles just start... Uh, making themselves known. As people look around, as I have increased the storm, there's just a bunch of eagles sitting on trees and in bushes looking at them. <laughs> Alright. That's terrifying. Alright, so um, they, they are a community, and communities have stress boxes and consequence slots. So you guys gotta, gotta take them out and you know beat the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, I did ask them a question. <clears throat> and they did not provide a satisfactory answer. They didn't all answer right, at all. So, so uh, the, the leader, or, or the figure who looks like uh, the, the leader, um, steps up and says, um, We are, we are tired of this world. We are tired of this cruel existence. And our patron goddess will hear our, our pleas, and she will send her agents among us to weaken... Pa patron goddess? Patron goddess?! Do you mean that lazy layabout? Um, you should not speak so of Un. Uh, Hello? Yes, Hello. I'm here. There we go. My microphone unplugged itself again. What? Very annoying. I might have to get a new one. Um, where was I? You said uh, that... that uh, are you speaking of that lazy layabout? Yes. And that Brilliant. was all we got. Yeah, then I heard, doo-doo, and I'm like, fuck. Um, that lazy layabout, that queen of decadence... Is that who you dare to invoke in our presence? Uh, and then you the, said, "Yeah, the leader." The leader says, um, "Our our patron is known as Un, and she will unmake this reality." Un. The rain so, thins slightly. It, it hits you at this moment, um, Zunquibslay, that you have been spending an awful lot of time with your new child, and your daughter is getting jealous. Alright, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 12 years is a long time. So oh, she has... I mean, I'm a god of time, I didn't know. She has she has uh, stirred up her her cult to make some trouble, maybe as as some kind of uh, an attempt to get your attention. 
the rain uh, thins to a trickle as I'm like, point made! And then I blow away in the wind. Like somebody pouring water from a jug into a gale. Yeah. Oh boy. This is, yeah, we should probably, yeah, so, I mean, should we visit Un? That's my plan. Yeah. Eagle man. Yep. What, so, okay, so... Eagles fly away. They, they, they kind of just, like, they, they, they get tired and go home. They get bored and go home. So. They, they uh, flutter off in, in a hundred different directions. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, the two of you, I'm guessing, if you, are, are you both going to see Un? Yes, I'm going to go yeah. to the glacier, because I assume it's not summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? We'll we'll say that it is. Uh, it is just it. Um, it is heading on towards spring, but the thaw has not come yet. Yeah. So I go to the ice, and I lay down on it, uh, on the cold, and I whisper into it, "I'm sorry that I didn't." that I have been busy. In the same way that I devoted time to you when I learnt of your existence, I had to devote time to them as well. Fillion is as much your child as he is mine. Well, I mean, he is your... uh, No, because I took power from all of the... The full pantheon of survivors flows through him, through Fillion. I would imagine that the more higher-ranking gods have a little more stake in it. But my point was, in a way, in a small part, you are his mother as I am his father. Not in like a creepy incest way, but in like a magical multiple parts equal a whole kind of way. In the sense that uh, you are all uh, separate facets of the same mind, which may be coming to eat you later, and not actually related in any way. All but, right, that's uh, that's poor form. Yeah, that's poor form. That's not cricket. <laughs> um, I would I would call that either just just to get her talking to you. I would call that either subtle or wise. Subtle it is. Why would I ever willingly roll wise? Nice! Plus four! Um, the, the voice of Un, um, you see, um, almost, like, and in the negative space uh, between the cracks, uh, the silhouette of Un forms. And oh my god, voice... it's like a black metal album cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her, her, voice, her voice speaks to you from, from her uh, wintry prison, and, and she says, 
you'll have to forgive my my father my followers father they are eager to see me I didn't know they were your followers when I almost murdered them I mean past judgment <laughs> when I almost passed judgment upon them I thought that they were I don't know ancient cultists trying to s bring back old religions it's been a tough struggle lately with old religions there is a power in the north that will be answered mm. and have you met Philian yet or your new brother who I have forgotten the name of, but starts with an L. Landis? Landris? Landris. I, I have not. Perhaps meeting them would be something we could arrange. After all, the summertime... The, the thaw is approaching when your power will be at its peak. You could project I could we could your uncle can do he he he'll be there we could, could have yeah. maybe oh shit I dropped my thing on my keyboard uh, perhaps we should have a family gathering with with all of the survivors together we could have a nice big crossover special that's all we do all we're trying to do is make sure that they grow up to be good people the same way that the same way we did with you we're just trying to teach them lessons so that when they do take up their place in the pantheon of godhood uh, that they can rule with uh, they, they can act with the best judgment that they can if they turn out half as well as you I will be immensely proud please be pleased as punch Very well. I would like very much to meet my brother's sons. Yep. Well, well, one of them's just your brother. Yeah. Um. So, so we can set that up as the next scene if you guys want to do that as the. Uh, so you've you've bought yourselves by dealing with the complication. Um, you've bought yourself an ex yourselves an extra time segment. Nice. And if you wanted to do the scene with the both of them in the middle, it could be uh, the Thaw Day uh, when Un's followers cast their prisoners and undesirables into the, into the void. I don't think <laughs> I really want Fillion to see that, to be honest, unless the purpose of seeing that is for him to go, perhaps there's a better way to deal with criminals. Mmm... Well, so far you've, so far you guys have set him up as someone who is uh, a scholar, a student of many pursuits, and is always eager to learn new things and experience new cultures. Uh, so you could you could uh, twist that in the you know in the direction of innovation and and somehow reflect that in his character sheet if you want to turn it into you know kind of an object lesson like. All yeah. cultures, 
all cultures are are worth considering, but uh, you know sometimes sometimes you may know a better way of doing things. Yeah, like maybe that can be the maybe this could be the lesson of why they do not strive for violence as their first action. This is how we can impart that. It's like right. This is these criminals turn to violence, and then these people desperate for a solution turn to violence as well. And all that did was create more violence. So while violence has its place, e.g. getting rid of criminals, it is also not always a very good solution, e.g. executing criminals <laughs> just creates more fucking criminals. As people are like, well, if I'm going to die, might as well go big. Mm -hmm. In the most metal way possible. Yeah. If they're going to kill me, if I, if they're going to kill me, if I'm, you know, steal a sheep, I might as well murder a shepherd and steal all the sheep. And then if I don't get caught, I profit twice as much. Okay. Yeah. So... So how do you want to reflect this this new uh, knowledge and outlook on uh, Fillion's character sheet? Do you want to go after an aspect? Do you want to call it a uh, a stunt? It sounds like... Is he a god? Does he have gears? Uh, I, NPC, NPC deities do not have, have a gears. Oh, because I was going to say... The, they are Mary Sue type characters. You could you could give him one though if you want to make his if you want to give him a, a prohibition from resorting to violence. Well, it might be it could even be a positive thing, but I was thinking something that me called violence as a last last resort. resort. Right. That means that like he has to exhort you know, so if it was a geese it would be must it can it not uh can never use violence as a first course of action. Yeah. Uh, but if it was something else, it might be like um, fuck. I don't know. It could be. It could even just be an aspect. But it could be a fuck. I don't know. It could be a boon. Plus one when you refuse to fight. Or you get a plus two on, or get like a bonus on all non-combat rolls. When or dealing with an enemy, some kind of something maybe related to to diplomacy, or um, you know, you get a as a stunt. Maybe it would be um, uh, he gets a plus two bonus whenever he uh, wisely or cleverly tries to avoid violence. Can you have stunts that? Yeah, you can. You can have stunts that generate environmental effects, right? Yes. That, that's usually have, a once per, once per session type of deal. Can you have stunts that generate a social advantage? Yeah, I would say so. Hmm. He could have a stunt that is um, known pacifist, where... Um, he can create a known pacifist, I don't know, uh, something where he can create an advantage in social, for social roles. Okay. 
That could be the mechanical benefit. Could make a. That might not be this though. I don't think that's this. That's like we have taught him to orate. That's yeah. something else. This is something that prevents him from doing violence. I don't know. Um, Aspect. You could, yeah. You could. You could make it a. Make it a. a... Uh, a gesh, or or uh, that could be that could be his trouble, like that could be his trouble. He he wants to avoid a fight at all costs. Yeah, right. Either way, yeah. you want to reflect it is fine by me. Yeah. All hmm. right. So I think his trouble. Okay. Yeah. Um. So you want to define his trouble as um. Violence is a last resort. Violence is a last resort. Um, so as you as you guys um, assemble assemble all of the gods uh, in this uh, divine family picnic on the thaw day, when the humans have lined up to uh, cast their prisoners and undesirables into the um, fathomless abyss. Yeah, it's kind of like when you plan a picnic, but then the day's overcast. Like, we yeah. forgot that they execute people on this day. Right. Or maybe, like, it should be something where they make the case that, like, only the ex-worst prisoners get thrown into the abyss. Okay. Yeah. You know, because that way people are, like, still trying to make their case, and it's not encouraging people to go out in this big metal way, you know. Yeah. So they, they, have, uh, they have trials throughout the day where, where people advocate for prisoners, um, you know. Yeah, or like that of... last opportunity to give forgiveness. I, I like it. That, I think that maybe Fillion didn't... Uh... Cillian came here of his own accord. Like people, were like you don't want, don't, don't go to that, don't go to that thing. It's going to be horrible. But, but he, 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 he so needed, he, yeah, he needed to see it. It's like don't go to the elephant graveyard, Simba. It's like I'm going to do it. No, Cillian, so no, Cillian, yes. <laughs> uh, so, so Cillian watches. Um, from maybe maybe a, a, a hiding place somewhere uh, up in a nearby tree, uh, as this as this uh, great trial and execution is is going on, and the the gods are all um, mingling and um, spending some quality time together. So, what do you guys do? To uh, directly teach him this uh, this object lesson, well, uh, I'm you... gonna tell. Eric I, I, know, I know. I I got. I have an example. Okay. Well, I was gonna Let's say. Go, you go ahead first. Yeah. So the thing that I'm gonna do, because then you can decide whether you want to go before me or after me, is that I'm gonna talk to. Um, I'm gonna pretend to be like a young girl from these people, and I'm gonna talk to Fillion and be like. Oh, this this thing always makes me sad, and like I wish that these people didn't have to die. I think that maybe there is still something good they can do for the community. That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, so, so I think 
right. Um, okay, I'm not going to reveal mine because challenge accepted. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, challenge most eager to leap to conclusions. So, so everyone is there, and Kindunos is watching as in... As like he he watches a soldier who has committed a you know terrible terrible war crime not one not one of the true warriors but you know like again he's like oh yeah I remember you from that battle or whatever and then um, eventually he is declared to be like the one who would be considered you know the worst or the worst of the worst or you know whatever to be thrown into the pit. You are the prime sacrifice because your acts are so heinous. We cannot. We just. You just gotta go. We c we can't. You've you you're too much. Yeah. Too much. Right. And then, or and here's the and then okay. So here's the thing. Like right after, as he is about to be walked on top of the void, a woman comes. At, or no, it's as the man is being judged, and it looks like. Everyone's kind of siding against them. A woman comes out from the crowd. A woman who was wronged in some way, not in the wrongest way, but you know, like maybe he committed a robbery or something. And you know, a woman comes my, out. My thoughts. My thoughts were maybe he killed helpless POWs. Right. Uh, violence was his only resort. So the the woman could be uh, a relative of of someone who met their end. At his, you know, at his sword tip or something. Right. And then she comes out, and then she says, you know, she confronts him face-to-face -face as he's about to, you know, be convicted. And then she says, of all things, I forgive you. I love my husband very much, and I can never, you know, and I can never get him back. But, you know, I just want you to know that after all of this, I'm not angry. I pity you that you were in this situation and you felt the need to kill my, you know, to kill my husband. I pity, I pity you, one who right. could only see violence. Yes. I would, I would call that, I would call that bold, Kindunos. Okay. All right. Bold is my speciality, he says, about to roll jank. Okay, plus one, plus... Jenka. So that's a plus four. Nice. Plus four. Awesome. Yeah, plus four, so that, yeah. That will get, that will get um, Philly in a plus two bonus to, to learn this lesson. Uh, so, so what happens to this, to this warrior? Do, uh, do the judges also take pity on him and commute his sentence, or is he cast into the pit? The judges put him aside for now, and it's, you know they kind of give him a look. And it's like we'll find another way to deal with you, you know. But they like he's out of their, you know, he's out of their, he's out under their radar for the time being. I mean, it might be that the uh, they they will use a different form of sacrifice because remember, like mythologically speaking, they believe that by surrendering him into the whirlpool, he's completely obliterated. His soul is destroyed. So maybe they're like, alright, well you can have redemption in the afterlife then. We'll just th slit your throat. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they find so they don't throw him in the pit. They find some other way to deal with him. Yeah, they deem it that to be the worst possible execution. Because you are entirely wiped clean from existence. You yes. are obliterated. Um, all right, and uh, Zunquib Slay, uh, you and your uh, masquerading as the as the young girl of the people speaking to Yeah, Fillion. so Fillion can't quite place it, but I do seem familiar to him as I have taken on the visage of his mother when she was only ten. So I'm aiming to be younger than Fillion as I uh, walk up to the tree and I look up at him doesn't know that I'm here yet, and I say, what are you doing up there? He he starts and and um, looks looks down at you, and and he says, oh, I'm I'm just watching. I I've I've never seen anything like this before. I've seen it before. I don't like it much, but we have to come. We have to bear witness to their sin. Because their punishment is nothing without an observer. It is purposeless. That's what Mum says. Setting an example. Apparently. I don't know. I wish that we didn't have to kill everybody. I mean, everybody does bad stuff, right? That doesn't mean that we have to kill them. And then... I start weeping heavily. Do you know someone who is to be cast into the pit? Uh, I shake my hand and I'm like, no, but I'm really worried because... And I point to one of the people in the crowd who is a thief, a horrible thief, someone that's like stolen land from another person and they're debating whether to feed him to oblivion. And I'm like, stealing is just as bad as murder because murder is stealing life and 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 stealing someone's livelihood is just a, sh a long way to get to murder. And, and, and I... And then I, like, start crying heavily. You know, even worse, wailing loudly. He, uh, he, he goes to he goes to your side. Uh, make me, make me subtle. Oh yeah, man. The only way it could be better is if I was rolling clever. I get plus two. All right. Um. So he gets another. He gets plus three. Oh fuck off! I spend a fate point. All right, Silver Tongue's dream. That brings I him, am the master of lies. That brings him. It's it is uh, quite a stirring performance, and yeah, it stirs it stirs something in him. Uh, he he says he says there there has to be there has to be a better way. This this can't go on. There has to be there has to be another another recourse. Before we take lives, I I'm really sorry. I didn't mean. I didn't know. Um, I just was really hungry. It's it's all right. It's all right. 
here. Um, did I get a fate point for almost murdering those people? Uh, yes. Alright, so I'm at three, not two. Does he, like, pet me when he says, here you go? Um, he, he, he brought some, he brought some food with him for the day, since you said for you were For the day, hungry. it's probably, like, a month's travel away from fire, although they're both on the river. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that, uh... He doesn't know it, but he travels at God's speed as well. He's, he's been... I, I mean, like, you guys have, you guys have not yet, have also not yet revealed his divine nature to him, so there could be things yeah. that he, that he does that he is unaware are, uh... Yeah, okay. Superpowered things. Yeah, uh, Superman I, stuff. I had kind of figured that uh, the he matron of Firefly, out of the, river. Yeah. the the matron of Firefly, uh, is is maybe present. Maybe she's maybe she's serving as as one of the witnesses or the or the judges, and that's why he was forbidden from coming because she knows what goes oh. down there. Oh, I see. Nice. Um, yeah. So. I, uh, I I run off after he gives me a little bit of food, uh, and then return to my uh, family. Uh, and Landris, did you want to work? Did you want to work the Ram God into this scene as well? No, I think. No? Um, well, I mean, maybe because you know, if Landris is supposed to be the more militant god of the two, the fact that. You know, killing prisoners of war and all this stuff does have consequences, oh. and there are lives affected. Then maybe he'll be like, "Wait a second, maybe I should just like return to his family after, you know, all okay. the time or whatever." Yeah. Can I can I role play Landis for a moment? Sure. Go nuts. So Landis, seeing uh, that there is a uh, someone down there who murdered a shepherd and stole his flock, a cattle rustler, scum of the earth, in Landis's mind. Uh, he, uh, channeling his father, pulls up a cloak uh, and steps forward into the crowd and then steps out of the crowd at the front uh, as this man's been judged, being judged. And he pulls off the cloak, and it makes it look like his goat's head is a mask. Uh, like, made out of... Uh, woven from the river reeds themselves. He throws off the cloak, and he shouts, uh, I demand vengeance in the name of the gods of the shepherds. This man should be taught a lesson. He should have to fight the very gods whose name he spat upon. I offer myself as champion of Landis. And he steps forward and pulls two crude knives made from goat's horn from a belt. This sounds so fucking metal. As he looks towards the between the judges and this cattle rustler. 
So um, your your uh, Landis is offering to fight on the cattle rustler's behalf, or he's he wants to fight as he's gonna fight the cattle rustler in the name of he's of basically the doing the same thing that I did for the when we started the matron. It's almost like he's possessed one of okay. his followers, hmm. and so they are channeling their god to demand retribution. Um, the, the judges confer for a moment and, and they say, um, what right have you to speak for the gods, boy? Um, it is at that moment that as Fillion is looking on this, he realizes that man is wearing no mask. It flickers for a moment, and he swears he sees an actual, real goat man. Uh, so I'm setting up for an, an, an another scene in their future, so that they have a this is the beginning of their they, connection. They have their connection. I, I like that. So, so Fillion now know this is like the beginning of um. There's something not right with me. Right. <laughs> Either I'm insane or I'm. Home seeing shit. Um, he uh, Landis bleats like the like a goat uh, as the champion he is inhabiting uh, sort of works himself into a rage and says, "Is it not obvious that the gods work through me? They have gifted me with a righteous fury." We cannot allow our communities to be destroyed by thieves and murderers. If we are to maintain cohesion, then we must punish the wicked. I think, like, maybe some of the crowd of shepherds are like, yeah, man. Yeah, they're all about this. There's there's uh, applause and, and cheers. Uh, and the... Uh, the judges say, uh, very well then, um, your fate is in your hands. And they... In a way, this also illustrates another lesson to Philly, and not that I think we should get to roll for it, that like right. you can't let the mob decide what justice is. Right. Yeah. Uh, so so what object, what, what lesson or aspect of uh, um, Ladrace, Ladras, are yeah. you trying to shape by having him um, fight this this uh, sheep rustler? Trouble, bloodthirsty for justice. Okay. Um, so, how do the two of you, as Kindunos and uh, Kindunos and Zunkub Slay, how do you? guide him toward this? Did one of you put him up to this? I put the cattle rustler up to this. I knew that he was a dark soul. Uh, and so when he was starving, I said, you know, if you went to your neighbor... You could steal his goats. I didn't know he was going to murder the guy, but humans are unpredictable. That's true. You could take his goats, 
And, I mean, you could take one and eat it, or you could set yourself up for life. Take all of his goats, sell them at the great market in Firefly. Before anyone knows what's happening, you'll be as wealthy as the matron. Think of what it'll do for your children. Everyone knows that Fillion lives like a god-king. Imagine if you could do that for your daughter. Or your son. Take this man's goats. He doesn't deserve them. I would let you get away with either clever or subtle for that one. I'm gonna <laughs> go with clever, because I hardly ever get to roll it for some reason. And I get a plus five. Damn. Okay, so, um... <laughs> I rolled three positives and a negative, and my clever is three. Oh, man. I, I'm just saying, if I'm allowed to interfere in all this, I have, no, resolve this, then I got something. So, Ladras is already at a uh, plus three uh, to, to become a, a bloodthirsty um, engine of justice. Uh, so, Kendunos, what do you do to seal okay. the deal? So, you put the cattle wrestler up to this. I'm yep. going to put Landris up to this. Wait, what was his name again? How, does it, how did we pronounce it? Landris. Yeah, Landris. Okay, Landis. You know, like Max Landis, but with an yeah. extra R in there. Yeah. Right. Max Landis. Well, because he's a Mary Sue type. No, um, wrestling isn't wrestling. Uh, right, so anyway. Chronicle so, would be very different with goat men. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean better with goat men. Anyway, so I put Landis up to this, and as, you know, as he is... As the cattle rustler is, you know, he, Landris is walking through this field of goats, you know, saying, hey, maybe these people are like me. Um, he sees the cattle rustler steal all of this, you know, steal all the goats. And he, in you know, he doesn't know how to um, process it. And he is taken as well. No, not well. He wasn't taken as well. He just kind of like hides and you know. Oh, well, he can be taken as well, maybe. He's not, yeah, so with this, all right, he can be taken as well. So maybe as, he's possessing the guy from uh, you know because they would have saved the cattle by now. Right. Yeah. They caught him so, in the act. Right. So then you know after this ordeal, after he's been through all of this, he's panicked, he's scared, and he turns to guidance. You know, he's looking for someone who's brave so that he can make it through this, and he turns to the gods that, you know, he saw. So he goes to, right. I mean, uh, Ladras, right. Landris yeah. knows that he's a god, right? Correct? Right. Yeah. He's, has, he yeah. has always known. So he could just go to Kindunos. Yeah, as another god, you know, for guidance. Okay, okay. Um, so I, I will. He was I will... present at that battle where we said we wouldn't let our children become slaves or become right. captured. Okay, I was. I'm just trying to get the timeline of events correct in my mind. Yeah. So yeah, he turns to Kadunos for advice and be like, "What what would you do in this scenario?" And he and then Kadunos imparts onto him of the advice that sometimes being a good warrior isn't always about defeating the bad guys. It's about protecting your fellow man in battle. 
And Landris takes this just a hair too far where he's calling out the cattle rustler in in uh, in Void Court. Okay, so so in his mind he is he is a champion of justice. He's defending his uh, he's defending the rights of his of his flock. Yes. But that's because he he took your words a bit too far. Yeah. Uh, I would I would call that either bold or clever. Alright, I'm gonna go with bold. It's like, no, just make sure it doesn't happen again. No, okay, well, yeah, sure, I guess you can do that. I'm at plus four. Plus four, lovely. Yeah. Um, so he is at plus five. The only way he can uh, not get... The only way this can not come through is if he rolls a lot of negatives, and he does not. Uh, so, as uh, Landris... Um, Pretty pretty much toys with this, toys with this with this uh, goat rustler, and and takes him apart in a really awful, painful way. Like you know, slicing at his slicing at his tendons, and uh, dancing around him. Um, he lands the final blow, uh, slicing slicing the man's throat, uh, and he falls off into the void, and Landris feels justified. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, the, this, this guy... of the show. <laughs> he, uh, he now takes on the aspect, the trouble aspect, uh, what was it, bloodthirsty? Bloodthirsty for justice. For justice. All right. And since you guys dealt with that uh, that complication, you have three more uh, time units left before Maquata and her crew come and try to wreck your house back. Brilliant. How much more time do you guys have available to play? Because I don't want to keep you guys up super late. Um, well, if you if you want to wrap things up now, we can always uh, do those three extra time units at the beginning of next session, and then that will lead us into uh, I I'll, I'll build up you know some some conflict between the battle of Pan uh, you know some uh, right there will yeah. there will be some uh, escalating tensions as we lead up to the to the throwdown. Okay. Yeah, I think because. If we try and do them all, you guys are going to be here for a long time, and while that doesn't bother me, I'm not... It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon here, yeah, so... Like, by us, it's almost midnight. So, yeah, I mean, like, maybe... Yeah, I mean, like, maybe do one more so that it seems like we're finishing everything up just in... T like, we're getting all of that in at the last minute before the conflict or something like that. Well, I think we can do the next the the next three and then at the beginning of the next game because I know that the one that I want to do next, if you're okay with this, Eric, yes. is where um, the two children come into conflict. So I want uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe Fillion is uh, traveling on his own, uh, thinks he sees a wild goat. Uh, and decides to hunt it, and then it turns out that it did belong to a shepherd, and so uh, Landris takes offense. And so then 
those two come into conflict, and I'm hoping that through the resolution of that, uh, Landris will have been taught by Fillion, you know, that there is more to justice than just what you saw. You've got to take into account... What, you know, uh, everything. Yeah, so, like, he didn't... So Fillion didn't kill a goat because he thought it was... Uh, just because it was a goat, he killed it because he thought it was a wild animal. Right. He didn't. He, his intention was not to steal property. Yeah. All right. So we'll set that up as the as the first scene in the in the next session of the game. I did not get into. Oh yes, I did. I would have gained one, but it's irrelevant because I just lost it. <laughs> I would have gained one intention, but I would have just bled it off. Because I invoked clever. Yeah, not a uh, not a an invoke heavy game, but you guys did spend some fate points, so. And it was a fun little you know world building exercise. I used like. I used both my stunt and my boon. That fucking reroll once for free. I was a genius. <laughs> I only normally need to use it once. Hmm. Um. So. Uh, for for our end of session, uh, our wrap up here. Uh, how how have the actions of the gods? This is the tale of why. Uh, how have the actions of the gods created something new in the world or changed something? Hmm. My my thought was, uh, and that is, and that is why. Um, before people are cast into the into the void, they are allowed a trial by yeah. combat, or just a trial in general. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, trial by combat, but just trial. Yeah, these are these are lessons. These are lessons as these are like showcasing all the previous ways that people are dealt with criminals, and it's and it's kind of showing them in negative lights. Like at first, it was just like. We'll just throw them into a pit. And then it's like, oh, maybe we should give them an opportunity to defend themselves. How do you defend them? Yeah, defend yourself with knives. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, maybe that's not the best way to defend yourself because then that favors people that are... All soldiers are going to get off scot-free and right. farmers are going to be fucked. Uh, and, you know, stuff like that. They're, they're allegories about how to build a better legal system. Right. I and, like you it. know, again, and it's like pressing charges. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of pressing charges with uh, what's his, what's her face, and right. you know, settling out of court. I guess all is the there, little. Is there such a thing as rehabilitation? At first, they thought, no, we'll just cast them into the pit, and they'll be scoured from the face of reality. You know, but even even you can find rehabilitation even in death because your soul can uh, purge itself of its sins in the afterlife and maybe sometime down the line they will start applying that philosophy toward living people and giving them actual second chances yeah if we just if we just start off by executing uh, all thieves and murderers then what happens when a little girl steals some food do we throw her in the pit? Right. That doesn't seem right. Yeah. Do we... 
You know, just, just uh, exactly. It's like where where do we draw the line? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, you, sometimes there are more. There is more than one truth. And we have we have told a, a parable about community togetherness and uh, dealing with undesirables and family relations as well. In a way, we also told a sto an interesting story about education. Like we, through the way that the um, that Fillion was educated, we've right, kind of yeah. shown how how just educating one person can educate many. Because those lessons are focused on him, but other people learnt. So it's kind of that. Uh, that's that's an uh, an allegory that we can use now in the modern times when people are like, why should I have to pay taxes for other people to go for kids to go to school? I don't even have children. It's like, well, because it helps you too to have other people's children be educated. Yeah, because so they that add value like, to society. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh well, now that child that you went to school learned how to be a doctor. Yay. Right, and he'll so, like, save even just one educating minute. one kid is going to help more. Uh, is going to help educate the other kids because that kid's going to be like, you know, is going to share that knowledge. And right, things like that. I like it. All right, um, so uh, you guys, I, I forget exactly what it entails, but you guys can take another another milestone if you like. Uh, we don't have to do that on mic. I don't um, know what milestones do. <laughs> I've got yeah. milestone tier one written, but I am. Uh, I meant like, I meant like the character advancement milestones. There's, uh, you can you can like, uh, bump your stats, I think, or or switch your switch your um, uh, approaches. I forget exactly how it works, but all right. Well, we'll we'll check that up. Um, uh, off stream. Uh, off off uh, off. Mike is the word I was looking for. Right. Um. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, good game. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, if you are listening and you have any questions or you'd like to uh, see some more things from us, you can contact us on uh, our WordPress site. Uh, there's also a comment section on SoundCloud. We're on Twitter and Facebook. And if all else fails, you can always email us at insertquesthere at gmail.com. Um, that can be questions about this game or others, uh, or just questions about games in general, even ones that we haven't played. I have knowledge of more games than I have played on the podcast, uh, and Ryan's played a bunch as well. So, uh, yeah, if you've got any any feedback as well, is welcomed. Um, but uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>